Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. We hope you're coming back. We hope you're coming back. Absolutely. So we realized that we never introduce ourselves. Well. Well, here's the thing. Okay, we did our intro. Well, that was it. You don't really like the intro anymore. I hate the intro. Intro's out. Intro's out. It's so corny. I don't like it. And forget married. That makes me cringe. Okay, so we cut the intro out. And, you know, we're podcast junkies ourselves, and I listen to a ton, and I, every single one, they're always introducing themselves. And I was like, oh my gosh, we should probably do that, because we just assume that everybody knows us, but there's people who don't. And so for those people, let's introduce ourselves, shall we? let's do it. Hi. Oh, wow. Why do I get that voice only during introductions? You always talk about my intro voice, and you have that voice. Okay, you're right, I know. Okay, so... I'm Kim. And I'm Aaron. And <laughs> we're the creators of Traveler School, the online course for healthcare travelers, and the Facebook group Freedom in Scrubs. That's also for healthcare travelers. Yep. We are travelers ourselves, have been traveling for the past seven years, and I'm a stenographer. Yep, and I do interventional radiology. If you ever hear us, we'll always abbreviate that to IR, but it does stand for interventional radiology. And at the moment, there was a study that went around that only 4% of the population knows we exist, but that is going up. That was a great, that was a great little uh, stat there. It was. Okay. So that's who we are. Mm -hmm. Welcome back to the pod. If you have been enjoying the pod, and we hope that you are, Please subscribe. Please leave us a review. We so appreciate your feedback. Um, I always make a joke like, make sure to leave us five stars, but leave us any review, just any feedback you have. Um, We love reading all of the reviews. We go through them. It makes us so happy. And just to connect with you guys, we are here for our community for you guys. And so it means the world to us when we chat with you, talk yeah. with you. So. And we are creatures that always want to improve. That's why we listen to a bunch of podcasts. So if you guys have feedback, we love hearing it. I am really excited about our um, freedominscrubs.com mm-hmm. website. It is the podcast website. We do, we've just created this week. It just went live, a place that you can contact us. It's an easy form to fill out. It goes right to our email and then it allows us to get back in touch with you. And we do take these very seriously. Um, we love hearing from you guys. And we love reading the feedback. Yeah. Okay, so this week's topic, Mm. this was actually requested. And it's something that we love talking about that we actually haven't talked about in a while, but something we're passionate about. And so this week we're going to cover and talk about our, Aaron and I, our own weight loss journey and how we decided to get healthy and really turn our lives around together, which was what, like 10 years ago at this point? It's 2008 we started. Or 2009. 2009 we started. No, 2008. 2008, because we got together in 2007. It was, okay, whatever. 2008, 2009. Um, And so we're going to share our stories, and then we're also going to give you guys our best tips of how to stay healthy um, and make better choices while traveling while being on the road because that it can get tough sometimes when you're out of your routine so we're going to give you guys some of our best tips too so yeah i love it because we used to we used to talk about this when with our first business venture when we had a online we actually did in person as well um health and fitness website hashtag get fit from within well it was grit or done (laughs) fitness nobody even knows how to spell it yeah grit or done kind of like get or done but we loved grit yeah um and so we thought that was really cool 
and then get fit from within is what it changed to when we went, when we went online. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we had, you know, we are so passionate about living a healthier lifestyle because it really did change our lives entirely. And so we went, we became personal trainers. I went to the um, Institute of, oh my God, Institute of Integration. Integrative Nutrition. That was a horrible plug for them. It was. I just called it the IIN. Mm -hmm. So I went there, I went there for a year, became a health coach and we loved like training people. We had a gym in our house in Palo Alto. We would have people come over. We would train them. We do it in the parks. We, when we lived in the Bay area, we, we had literally like 2000 pounds probably worth of kettlebells. Mm -hmm. Hashtag kettlebell obsessed. Yes. And we would go and we would set up these cool circuits all over the Bay area. Well, all over, like just in Burlingame really. And in Palo Alto. And, um, and we would put workouts on for yep. people and it was so much fun and we absolutely loved it. And I guess that was essentially like our first quote unquote business. It was. It I mean, was. it was a business, but you know, it was more of a hobby. Yeah. Well, <laughs> speaking of businesses, before we dive into this episode, we want to talk to you guys about something that's super cool. And this week is, well, is it this week? This yeah. Friday, mm -hmm. we are starting another enrollment period of Traveler School. And if you haven't heard mm -hmm. about Traveler School, it is our online school for healthcare travelers. Gives you everything step by step, all in one place for everything you need to know about travel healthcare. Yeah. Um, lesson by lesson, it's all broken down into seven different modules. And... Mm -hmm. Once you enroll, you have all the modules for life. You can go through it as fast or as slow as you want. You always have access. And we also have a live component where we go inside of the private Facebook group for the students. And we do Q&As and module recaps and interviews, interviews. Yep. and all kinds of stuff. So if you're interested in wanting to learn more about healthcare traveling and you want all the tools to set yourself up for success and the support, the inspiration, the community, we have the best community of students, head over to kimandarong.com forward slash T school and you can get all the deets there. Yep. And there also is a private podcast yep. that is all the lessons. And so you can take it with you on the go as well. Totally. And follow us on the Instagrams at Kim and Aaron G because this week we will be um, announcing we're going to be doing a free masterclass to kind of kick off this launch or we're going to talk about how to make the most money as a traveler, etc. So if you're interested, you want to get in on that, follow us on Instagram to get the details and it's going to be great. Yep. All right. So without further let's ado, let's dive in. Let's dive in. Let's start, we're starting a new thing, the tip of the week. Ooh. Yeah, just the tip. Just the tip. My favorite okay. part. Yep. Okay. Is it? No. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's not at okay. all. Like, who wants the tip that's right. retarded? Yeah. Or, I take that word out. It's silly. I don't like that word. Okay, okay. I take it back. Um, I We actually stole this from the Skinny Confidential, which is mm -hmm. a podcast we actually really like, the Him and Her podcast. They're fantastic. They're just fun. And so I, we stole this from them. Yes. And so each week we're going to start off with just like a random tip. I'm going to give one. Aaron's going to give one. And it's just going to be something that we think is cool like, and we do in our own lives, basically. Right. I think it's what's real for the week. Totes. Right. Or in life. Or in life. It could be from last week okay. or the week. Okay. So go. So my tip this week is every morning, 
the first thing I do when I wake up is I always have a cup of hot water and lemon. And Erin bought me this awesome electric um, water heater. So it makes it super simple. So I do half a lemon and I do water and it kind of just wakes up the system, gets the metabolism going, cleanses the system, gets rid of all the toxins from overnight, all of the things. But what I recently started doing is I added a sprinkle of pink Himalayan sea salt. And I also stole this from Lauren Bosnick from the Skinny Confidential. She's amazing. She has all kinds of great tips. But I sprinkle a little uh, Himalayan sea salt because the sea salt has all kinds of enzymes and calcium and magnesium and uh, minerals and all kinds of good things that is a great way to kind of perk up the system and get you going for the day. So I've started doing that. I've been sprinkling it in Aaron's water as Love well. It. And um, I don't know, it's just a very cleansing way to start the day. I'm totally obsessed and um, you should do it. And the yeah. pink sea salt is just kind of pretty and fun. I have it sitting out on the counter and I just enjoy it. It's the experience in the morning. I look forward to it. And if you're salt sensitive, oh boy. It'll get you. Well, you just do a pinch. I feel like you're a little out of control with it. No, I, I do. You're like I'm, over salting no. situation. Well, yeah, I just, gotta be careful because I just don't. I'm not a big. Salt yeah, thing. you're salt sensitive. Sensitive where I could like eat a spoonful of salt and be mm -hmm. happy as a clam. Yeah. So. So my tip um, has changed. Hmm. Oh, you changed it. Flip mode. Oh, I'm yeah. interested. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so okay. it really hit me today, actually, and. The tip is, if you're doing something in life, whether it be changing your diet, working out, um, working on money issues, um, you really, it's very important to find something and find a way to have fun and enjoy it while doing it. And I'll just briefly talk about it. I'm an Orange Theory freak. I actually, I Kim you and I will we'll get into this episode um, all the things that we've tried, but Orange Theory was the one thing that I absolutely really, really enjoyed. And it got me to where I, I looked forward to going. And that's a crazy statement to even say. It didn't matter how bad my day was. I looked forward to going to Orange Theory. Well, we don't have an access to an Orange Theory where we are right now. So I've been basically going to a normal gym and trying to figure out ways to do that. Well, I'd recently injured myself and can't really do those workouts. And so I felt this weird feeling of... I have no motivation to go to the gym. The things that I'm doing is not lighting me up. I'm not feeling passionate about it. So what happens? I start to fall off and then I start to feel bad. And so I really tap back into finding some sort of joy with where I'm at and making a game out of it and making mm -hmm. myself, you know, really finding those things, really nitpick those things that really light me up. And now I'm back into just lifting weights, mm -hmm. heavy weights and getting into my music and having a good time and feeling it and, you know, looking in the mirror and being like, wow, like, I feel good. You are checking yourself out Yeah, because it, I'm really feeling it. It feels good. It's like, wow, I can feel my muscles when I can't raise my arms or I can't walk or things like that. And it's actually been a lot of fun. So we talked about it in last week's podcast about the finances and finding a game and something that you really enjoy and, and making it fun. Mm -hmm. And now I've really figured that out because I told you last week, I'm just not having fun with the gym anymore. Yeah. And so I need to find something. And so I found it and now I'm excited to go back to the gym. Yeah. I love that. Perfect. Get excited, have fun with whatever you're doing, because if you're not enjoying it and having fun in some way, you're not going to stick with right. it. Right. And be honest with yourself. It's okay to flip it up. It's okay to say, I'm not having fun with this. 
I agree. A lot of people just feel like, well, I should just push through it or whatever. No, like I disagree with that 100%. If it meant me leaving this gym and finding something I felt good about, then do it. Yeah. Right? Agreed. Okay. Love it. Love your tip. Oh, and then we forgot to mention this and it just came into my mind is that one of the cool bonuses with traveler school, <laughs> going back to hashtag get fit from within, which is a really great name. I don't know. I think it's fantastic. Uh, we have a whole, uh, what would you call it? A bonus. Program, bonus. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a guide. A guide where we have, we created an entire workout database. Okay, so our first business was an online okay. business for for health and fitness. And we basically just turned that over to the students yeah. included in the course. Perfect. Way to explain that. And inside of it are workouts, recipes, all kinds of um, nutritional tips, tricks, guides, basically all of There's the best stuff There's an entire we've workout library where oh I went God. into the garage and filmed over 200 individual exercises and broke them down into body groups yeah. that you can do with kettlebells or body, body weight. weight. And so you can learn how to do these properly. It's like hilarious to even look back and watch those because so we had a garage Aaron painted an entire wall lime green I did because that's your color and we left it that way and we left it that way you're welcome whoever's house we were renting and Aaron would go down there for hours I could hear him down there like like grunting and like I didn't grunt <laughs> I did not I would I was, hear you I was explaining yeah yeah that's true you were talking too um but he filmed like what couple hundred workouts over 200 well, that's a lot of workouts over 200 right. individual exercises that's so anyway. crazy so anyways that's a bonus when you get that it when does you sign up with it does lead school. in though because when we were preparing for this episode kim and i were looking back through old pictures oh my god and we were finding our fat pictures <laughs> and our unhealthy pictures and then we were finding you know we took a lot of pictures and i, I found it on a zip drive yeah and basically our 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 first time getting healthy and then our whole period. Well, it's funny because we were supposed, yesterday we were, we worked for like 12 hours, like planning for TravCon and like all these things and getting pictures for next week for Instagram. So if, if you want to see these old pictures, go to follow us on Instagram at Kim and Aaron G. I'm going to be posting them next week. And it was like, we were laughing so hard looking at these pictures. So we're getting so distracted because now we're going down like these tangents, looking at these pictures and you started watching New Year's Eve videos and it's like, how did we get here two Mm -hmm. years later but it's really funny because i found the very first picture that That we we ever ever took took. together Mm -hmm. the day that we solidified our relationship Mm -hmm. if you know what i mean wink (laughs) wink (laughs) but it was really cool to see my teeth were were so white yeah wow (laughs) nothing's changed no just yeah just my haircut apparently oh my god your hair that's a whole nother topic for another time but yeah so where do you want to go your bald face um now aaron has a beard and i actually i think that you've gotten so much more handsome with time i just want to share that with you you. i'm really feeling your vibes my salt and pepper yeah my my silver fox nuts well i was coming to you last week and i was 36 and now i'm 37 that yeah so uh, things have changed i of course i mean 
yes, I think you're absolutely gorgeous and you gain beauty every oh, single day. Thanks, you shouldn't have. <laughs> oh. <laughs> thanks for the compliment. Especially when you came home the other day and you got your hair did. Woo! Yeah, so last week, Aaron and I, um, well, Aaron and I, Aaron, we had his birthday party. You guys, We recorded the last pod the, right before everybody came over. Aaron was 36. He is now a whole year older. Mm-hmm. Looks the same. Uh, but yeah, we like got dressed and I put makeup on and my hair done. I felt so good. And we danced and Aaron taught us the get up, which we all knew that was going to happen. I even mm-hmm. called it out last week. We learned salsa. Maracha. Country Wait, swing. Dallas and Roxy, dude, did that whole move through the legs. Oh my and then God, up. it was like yeah. crazy. So now Aaron nice. and I are taking swing, going to take swing lessons yeah. together. Heck yeah. I think I'm actually a really good dancer. Yeah, we'll see. No, you even said that you thought I had some moves. You I've do. got moves you've never seen. Because Aaron's typically the dancer in the relationship, but... I feel like I'm really coming coming into my own on that one. You are. Okay. So let's dive in. Yes. So first, here we go. Here we go. Where do we even begin? I guess I think we'll with start... Yours, go with your story. Let's kind of... So this is what we'll do. Let's start with kind of where I was coming in. So you have to remember when Aaron and I first got together, I was 21. He was 25, right? Yep. And so kind of where we are coming in as individuals and then where that had led us to get healthy together. So... Just to kind of put some context around this, when we first got together, I was a hot mess. I had, I really never, I never like acquired healthy habits. Like growing up, I mean, my mom was like healthy, but like we, like I I lived on like rice-a-roni and like rice and bread. You were very picky. I was very picky and very carby. You were. (laughs) I'm still very Mm carby, less picky, but I pretty much lived on pizza rice aroni, which is still really good. Um, the like pasta in a box things. I think that's called rice aroni. I forget what it's called. Uh, like the olive oil one. Lipton onion soup oh, or noodle soup. Oh God. And special bread. Those are still my two favorite foods. Caesar um, salad. If, so if I was being healthy, I would have a Caesar salad. <laughs> and if I was really like being healthy, I would go to Panera and I would get their green tea, which come to find out it has more sugar than soda in it and get like broccoli cheddar soup and like a sandwich because mm-hmm. I was being healthy. Um, and I pretty much, I smoked cigarettes a lot. When I say that to people, people are like, oh my God, like they can't imagine like that I used to smoke because how I am now, but how I am now is completely different than how I was at mm-hmm. that point. So I smoked like a pack of Newports a day, drank Captain Morgan and Diet Coke like pretty much every, every weekend. weekend and just, I never worked out. I never moved my body except if I was dancing at the club. And that was pretty much like my normal. I mean, if you're looking at it though, now that looking back in hindsight, I mean, you were probably a typical 21 year old at the moment, right? Is that what 21 year olds do? I don't know. Those, these kids these days? Is that I what feel, they're up to? I feel to? so far from that. Yeah, I guess it's just because I'm so so health conscious now, and I and I try to eat really clean now and like work out. Like looking at that kind of eating, I mean, is compl- like. We went for lunch. You'd have like Tostito pizza rolls mm-hmm. before I would go to work at three. Like and you know, drink just, your rock star. Yeah, drink my rock star. Smoke a couple cigs on the way to work, and then you know, come home from work. Maybe have a cocktail and just um, I just had this very un. I just had very unhealthy habits. I would sleep till like eleven. I worked three to eleven, so it's like I would sleep till like eleven o'clock. Wake up, 
have Lipton soup <laughs> and like smoke and then like go to work. Mm-hmm. Like that's pretty much how I rolled. Yeah. I okay, so too, who are you? I think too, like you held your weight really well because you looked great, but Thanks, you just babe. didn't have any muscle tone whatsoever. Well, but looking back on that picture though. I was big Bertha. You were pretty big. Yeah. I, I, was, I was. I mean, in retrospect, again, no. you guys have to understand, we were big for our bodies and big for who we were. We were never, I mean, I was never over 300 pounds. Yeah, like, let's be real. We're talking about our own personal experience. Never once do I think I was overweight or obese or anything like that. But for for who I am and what makes me comfortable and how I feel good in my own skin, I was definitely overweight and not not feeling healthy in my Correct. skin, right? So I was completely the polar opposite when it came to a ticking time bomb. So I grew up on fast food, um, took that into my life, single life. Mm-hmm. Um, I never forget at one point I came home from work, I had gotten I fried, gonna tell this fried chicken from Publix, a sushi roll, and some Vienna sausages. Oh my and one of my roommates, who was a general manager at a restaurant, was like, well, good. When the paramedics come, at least I can tell them what you ate. That's disgusting. And, yeah, it was pretty bad. And, and a then, Coke, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. So I basically grew up on fast food and random crap like that. And then I drank probably seven regular sodas a day. And then always polished it off with some sort of Sonic Blast, <sighs> Butterfinger Flurry. Don't talk dirty. Something like that. Um, and so the problem was, was growing up, I had always had high blood pressure, high cholesterol. Um, so when I got tested when I was 21 or 22, I was overweight. My, I love that we're talking to healthcare professionals cause they're going to get this, yeah. but my cholesterol was 298. My blood pressure when I got on blood pressure pills was 198 over 110. And they put me on a pill before I even left the building. Mm-hmm. Um, my triglycerides were 575. So I was literally a ticking time bomb. That's um, insane. It's nuts. And I have heart issues in the family. And so that's when I first realized that, okay, something's got to change or I'm going to have a young death. Yeah. Well, and fast forward, you're not on any medication no. anymore. Like you were able to regulate all of that, even though the cholesterol and stuff was hereditary, you were still able, you are still able to regulate that with your diet and exercise today, mm-hmm. which I think is, a I think testament. the cholesterol is perfect. I've gotten tested. My cholesterol is perfect. My blood pressure still kind of goes back and forth, but it's still on the, it's on a <laughs> low high. Right. So I average like 142 over 80. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's kind of like painting a picture of where we were individually. And then when we came together, we were in a place where we were really like con- like joining our bad habits and we just kind of got into that. Like I worked 3 to 11 and... I worked day shift. Yeah, so it's like we didn't ever see each other until it was nighttime. And so really how we spent our time together was going out, was drinking, was partying, followed up with eating, binge eating, usually included a pizza. Like our favorite thing to do would be like late night after the club. I say the club, but we'd go to like the Ritz of the Bricks the and beach Jack's bars. Beach. Yeah, but there was always dancing involved always. and lights, like mm-hmm. strobe lights. Um, I feel like there were strobe lights involved, but Always. we would go to Wally's, aka Walmart, and we would get a freshetta, 
Mm-hmm. And the remember the garlic breadsticks, mm. the Texas toast breadsticks. Now this isn't like once in a while. And this a couple is like Reese's all the time. Yeah, we would go home at like two, three in the morning and freaking tear up a pizza, breadsticks, and Reese's. Then pass out. Then wake up in the morning feeling like shit, feeling hungover. Sleep in, wake up, probably go to cruisers and get some chicken um, quesadillas. quesadillas and French fries. Not in only. Not only french fries, but the loaded bacon, 2,600 calories per plate at least yeah. with the homemade ranch. Oh, my God. Woo. Oh, I could drink that ranch. I could mm-hmm. lick it right off your body right mm-hmm. now. Ooh. Oh, my God. It's so good. So good. So that, I mean, just kind of painting the picture of, like, that was our life. Like, that honestly was kind of what our, like, life looked like. Granted, we were young, and we were partying. That's gotta, what we did. I got to interject here. And okay. also, we realized that when you feel like shit... Like your relationship is yeah. struggling, and you you're not feeling your best. So we were not our best, and so it was leading to arguments and different things like that. Especially when the over drinking and things like oh, that yeah. would come in, we'd have to wake up, mend the fence, and then we would heal our wounds by eating some fattening food. Oh well, yeah. I mean, on the whole other like side, like not just the physical side, but like the the mental side, like. I came into the relationship, this is like a whole nother story, but I was very insecure. I had a lot of issues, a lot of jealousy. I wasn't comfortable in my own skin. I didn't know who I was. I was I was a mess. I had just gotten out of a very toxic relationship that was, there was a lot there. So I was a mess. And so we would go and we would drink a lot. And then all of, I would be triggered in some way for no reason really at all most of the time mm-hmm. and I would just unleash all of these insecurities all of these things that I was holding inside I would just unleash mm-hmm. and then Aaron and I would get into a fight and it would be a whole thing and then the next morning I would come to and be like oh shit what well, did I do and I think like you said that's going to lead to another episode yeah that's, that's something I feel like I'm really, that's another that's tangent something I'm really proud of on how we dealt with that but I think this episode actually talks about that yeah where we had just gotten into a fight we woke up the next morning. I remember it was October of 2009. Yep. And I we went and got a Butterfinger Blast. You got a Reese's <sighs> from Sonic. Reese's, obviously. And I realized that I set the Butterfinger Blast on my stomach and was watching TV and it just stayed there. And mind you, again, if you ever see any high school pictures of me, I was a little dude. Like I was a skinny 175. One. And so that's what I always recognized myself as. And then sitting there when I got on the scale at work because we started kind of a work challenge and I was like 256. Wow. That's big mama. So that was, that's huge. I mean, that's 80 pounds over what I was in high school. Oh, wow. If you look at that. Yeah. So that was a big journey. We'll post some of these pictures. Maybe we could post them on the Instagram story because people are always like flabbergasted when I look the same. Pretty much, but you, like, when you were younger, you were, he was literally a rail. He was a beanpole. People used to ask if my mom was... You didn't have any muscle. No, but I was strong as hell. You were, you're strong, but you didn't have any muscle. You were just, like, a string bean. Well, my mom said that if Kim saw some of the pictures, because my mom just moved out of her house, um, she was going through the old pictures, and she was like, Kim wouldn't even recognize you. Yeah. So, so we'll post some of those on the Instagram story, because I think they're freaking hilarious Mm -hmm. um you're like a totally different human now you have like a beard going like salt and pepper we talked about that. i know but you have like you're like yes i've changed a little bit for the better yes okay so 
After that moment, what I was saying was we had just gotten into a fight, and I'll never forget No, you. we had gotten into the fight the night before. Now we're fast-forwarding to the day right. of. Right. We both felt like crap. Sonics. We were starting our Monday, and I remember you looked at me, and you were like, enough is enough. Like, I'm, I'm over this. And yeah. we both agreed. Because we felt like shit all the time. Mm-hmm. We Like, let's be real. Like, we felt like shit. We felt tired. We felt sluggish. We felt in a funk. Like... Is this what it is? Like, we go to work, we come home, we party, we drink, we We eat, we get into a fight, (laughs) we talk about it. That is one thing we always did. We never swept anything under the rug. We always talked and talked and talked and talked till it blew in the face. But we would always have some kind of a resolution until it would happen again. And this has been a journey, like a long journey. We'll talk, we should talk more about that because I think it's uh, Mm -hmm. important. But, um, but yeah, we have this moment and we were like, okay, like, let's, let's, let's make some changes. Like, let's make some changes. So we are about a year into our relationship, I Mm -hmm. guess, at this point. And we're like, let's make some real changes. Now, granted, Aaron used to be an athlete. So. (laughs) Thanks. You you were. Okay. Are you an athlete anymore? Like, you don't even play sports. You played basketball, like, blew out your knee. Like, (laughs) literally. Like, you, you, you did, like, you played horse and you could barely walk. Whatever. Okay. You used to be an athlete in yes. high school is what I'm referring to. So he had this background of like, you know, he was active. Everything where, was sports <laughs> every single day. Right. Where I was coming in from a background that I, I never played. Well, Smoking cigarettes actually, and skipping school. Excuse me. I played softball. Okay, you picked daisies in the outfield and suntan. And I was a cheerleader in seventh or sixth grade. And then I quit because I couldn't pick up the routines, which is a whole other story. But I, I, to say the least, I didn't, I wasn't like an active person. I didn't know how to work out. I had never moved my body like that. So anyways, we came into it and we said, okay, we want to make some changes what are the first steps? And so we decided to sign up for a 5K. Actually, take that back. What? We started working out in our gym, and we realized that we didn't really stay consistent with it because just working out, all of a sudden running on the treadmill and being around a gym, which you were unfamiliar with. I had no clue what I was no doing. Clue, I felt and you, so embarrassed. you didn't want to learn from me. Oh, my God. We used to get into brawls, yes. y'all. Brawls. So, no, because you were always correcting my form. 100%. I know. Why wouldn't but, I? I, but to a degree that it was freaking annoying, okay? Plus, okay. I was just insecure and embarrassed, and I felt like everybody was watching me, and I had no idea what I was doing. Correct. So I looked like Gumby. So that didn't last long. So then we thought, well, let's sign up okay. for a race. Let's run. So we signed up for our first 5K, mm-hmm. and we made a plan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good. What? I was just going to say, mind you, like, Kim couldn't run 10 minutes on the treadmill. Oh, my God. No, 10 minutes on a treadmill? Are you kidding me? I couldn't run, so we had a stop sign. We literally ran around Publix. It was like a half a mile. So there was a stop sign that... Was less than a tenth of a mile away from our house. I couldn't even run. Now, granted, oh, here's another. Can we just go take the scenic route for a moment? Because I just wanted to touch on this. That when we made that decision together with the Sonic Mm -hmm. and the whole thing that we're going to get healthy... I decided to quit smoking. You and did. I quit cold, cold turkey. turkey. I mean, this was, what, 10 years ago? I've dabbled a little. Like, I used to smoke once in a while. But, like, I basically, with a cocktail, but I basically quit cold turkey. Oh, yeah. And so, and I've never gone back. Best decision I ever made. But 
so I decided to quit smoking Mm -hmm. and now I'm out there trying to run and I couldn't even, I literally couldn't make it to the stop sign. I would get so frustrated with myself because I couldn't make it. And so, but we had every, so we had a schedule. So it was like today we run half a mile, the next time we run one mile. So we had this schedule and it was like, we just made that commitment to ourselves that we're just going to keep going. And next time I'll be able to run to the stop sign. Maybe not next time. Maybe it will be the week after, but eventually I got there Mm -hmm. and eventually I got it to be able to run a mile. And so we just kind of build upon that. And then, um, we we did the race. Well, the race was there, and I think going into it again, I my athleticness was coming back out. Now we had been running. Um, I ran even when I was unhealthy. I remember my roommates and I would run around. We'd run at least a mile, mile and a half, you know, a couple of nights a week, and that was you know kind of how I got my workouts in. But Kim, on the other hand, I remember we made a pact that we started running together. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to let go of the time. I'm not going to try to be competitive. It became about completing something with you. Yeah. And that was the coolest thing. And Mm -hmm. I remember saying, like, we had only gotten up to about, you know, two miles before we ran the 3.2 that it is. Mm -hmm. And so we just set a goal that we wanted to complete the race without stopping. That was my only goal. And I didn't care about the time. Yep. I wanted to cross that finish line without stopping. That was my personal goal. Mm -hmm. And... We crossed that finish line together. I'll never forget that. We like held hands yeah. and we ran Your across the finish line. My mom was there with my nephew. Yeah. And it was a cool thing because it was very Christmassy and I'm a huge Christmas freak. The Jingle Bell Run. The Jingle Bell Run in Jacksonville. Yep. And they had luminaries lighting the path and that was like really cool. And we crossed the finish line together and it was like this ball of emotion because it was the first time that we had ever completed something together mm-hmm. that was healthy. Yeah, that was positive. I'm almost feeling emotional now I know. thinking about it. It, w- it was such a moment because it in- we encouraged each other. We showed up for each other. Like there were days when I didn't want to go do the run and you would push me and vice versa. And instead of going out, like we had a purpose together. It was the first time that we had a purpose together that didn't involve some kind of destructive behavior. And instead of going out and partying Friday night, we were like, well, we need to wake up and run two miles tomorrow, which now is so funny because we run two miles like it's nothing. But at the time, two miles, that was a big deal. Without and stopping. Without stopping. And so we would, you know, go to bed early Friday night and we would wake up and we would do our run. And we just, it, it was, it became so much more than just like the weight and all the things. We just, I felt so good. Yeah. I just felt good. And doing it with you. Right. I felt so much more connected with you. It was something that we could do together as a team. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time I had ever felt that. And it was like when we crossed that finish line, it was like a high I had never felt before that we completed something together. And it was just like this amazing moment. I was like, I need more of this. Well, you're life. right. And it, it allowed the competitiveness to come out in me and then yeah. to be able to do something with you and the the energy. I'd never been in a run before. I've never ran a race. And then I saw that people were completing the 5K in like five-minute miles. Yeah. And I was like, these people are badass, dude. Yeah. And so I was like, wow. So there's room for improvement to grow, and mm-hmm. we can grow together mm-hmm. and push each other, which then was the best level for me. But I want a scenic route here real quick because okay. our first business coach, Carissa, oh, who well, was awesome yeah. with our uh, – health and wellness website. Um, But she loved this story because she actually pointed out the fact, and it's something that I never even saw until she said it, but she said most couples, one person gets healthy 
and then the other one doesn't, mm-hmm. and they go off on this path of enlightenment and this growth feeling of good. passion yeah. and feeling good, and the other one's not there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something I'm super proud of, is not only did you and I complete a race together, we got clear together, it really fixed our relationship or started the bridge to fix the relationship, and we not only just finished the race, it led to so much more, and yeah. we stayed on it together. Yeah. And I think that's a huge thing. Yeah, well, I agree. I doing it I don't know if I could it, I wouldn't want to do it like if my if my partner wasn't involved in it I don't know I, I don't know I take that back I think now even there's been times where you're like I'm getting on this this path and if you don't want to get on it with me then don't but I'm going to do it I know but I'm not just talking about now we live this healthier life and so whatever but I'm talking about making we were making big life changes like we were we were changing our life together. Well, I can tell you at that point, if both of us were not on board, I don't know if we'd be together. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it, something had to change. Absolutely. And I think like, so that 5K led to, you know, other races and it led to... You finished that race and Kim looked at me and said, let's sign up for the 9.3. Yeah. The 15K. From 3.2 to 9.3. And that race was in March. Yep. And we finished that race in December. Yep. We were on it, man. And, and it was, again, it was so much fun. It was such a fun hobby. And then we've done half marathons and we got into workouts and classes and all kinds of different stuff. So like that exercise became a huge part of everything that we did. But what I wanted to say is that because we, again, this began as this weight loss journey. We want physically, we wanted to just like lose weight, feel better, feel more comfortable in our bodies because in that moment we didn't. And that's why this whole thing started. But because we started to feel so much better, so much more energized, so much more clear, so much happier, I just felt genuinely just happier. It led to, I need to dive in now. Like I need to look inside and and work on myself and work on my insecurities and work on my jealousies and work on, you know, really becoming the best version of me, which meant digging in and really getting honest about like shit that was coming up for me. And it became this journey of not just losing weight, but of really like cleaning up my life and working on myself physically, mentally, and spiritually, all of it. Well, right. And I think what realized was we both shredded a bunch of weight as a byproduct because we were focused on finishing this 9.3 race. And because of that, we stayed strict on a running schedule that was four to five times a week. It eliminated our drinking. We started eating extremely healthy. Your sister started teaching us all these recipes that we could do. And we started really simple with that and just basically not eating out, but finding small, healthier tweaks that we could take the food we love and cook them at home. Because I remember one of our healthy meals was chicken sausage sandwiches with a bunch of cheese and special bread. But for us, that was a big jump, right? We started making that at home, and thanks to her for making that because it was one of my favorites. Delicious. It's delicious, but now we don't even eat that because that's a splurge, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. But I think getting into the fact that all of a sudden our bodies were looking how we wanted them to, but there were still the same issues that were coming up, and we started feeling the fact that now we're confident, now we feel good, but something else is missing, and that allowed us to dive deep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad you said that. You're 100% right. It was like, oh, we look good, but I'm still... Having the issues. Feeling, yeah, I'm still having issues. I'm still not, like, feeling my best, and so that led to all the other growth. That is, a, is an everyday, everyday, it's work. Every day, it's... 
you know, this is a journey. It's a practice. It's not something that like, oh, like now I'm just like this. Now I'm, you know, I have no issues, right? It's an everyday practice. But I think that like the most successful people. Mm, I was going here next. No matter what, they prioritize themselves their health. And when I say health, I don't just mean physical. I mean, their spiritual, their mental, taking time for themselves to do the things that help them feel their best period. Because when you feel good, and this is what we learned through this, when you feel good, when you feel like you're showing up as your best self and you're filled up and you're in a good place, everybody else around you wins. Everybody feels that our relationship got better because we were both feeling good. We were both working on our own shit. We were both trying to be better. We were both going inward and, and like cleaning shit up that we had never looked at before. And so everything else benefits when you feel good. So feeling good should be your number one priority period in life. Well, I agree. And taking that one step further, you know, if, if you do listen to a bunch of podcasts, if getting healthy and feeling good is your number one priority, Listen to a lot of the successful people that are out there. Listen to different podcasts and don't just listen to how to lose weight. Listen to just different people that are doing big things in this world. And the one thing that you will find out is they work out to feel good. They work out Mm -hmm. to be able to extend their day so they can focus more. They have more clarity. They don't work out for the way they look. They work out for the way they feel. And I know it's hard coming from a point where if I was... 80 pounds overweight and I'm hearing this guy that looks fit say like I work out for the way I feel I'm like it must be easy because you look great right and I think that's almost a byproduct but really looking at it very clearly and coming from somebody who was there I can honestly tell you if you change your mindset around the fact if you're starting day one and you say I just want to feel better the weight falls off at a byproduct because you're not focusing on the pounds. You're focusing on how you feel. Yeah. And when you feel good, you wake up and want to do it again because it's so addicting to feel better. Yeah. I don't, I agree. I don't even think anymore. We were having a conversation at work the other day and um, we were talking about working out. And they were saying like, because I, I will go work out right from the gym. Right from the gym. Right, from, <laughs> right work. from work. And anyways, we got into this whole conversation. I was like, honestly, like I work out now and exercise now because I want to feel my best. I feel I, at that point I hadn't worked out in like four days. And I was like, I feel grumpy. I feel tired. I feel sluggish. I feel sh- like shit. I feel like shit, not just in my clothes, but because my mood suffers. And so I think that's the important part is like, Really making feeling good, whatever that is for you. Like if that's just walking at night, if that whatever, but make feeling good your number one priority and be selfish about it. Like be selfish. I don't care if you have kids. I don't care what your situation is. You have to be selfish. Like I am selfish in the fact that I know I have to do the things that I need to do to feel good before I can show up and be a good wife for Aaron. Period. End of story. When I'm not taking care of myself in all of the ways... I'm like a crazy bitch. Yeah. It was funny (laughs) that I've only been at this contract since May. And I was like, man, I feel like crap. I'm grumpy. I'm whatever. I'm frustrated. You're over it. Yeah. I'm over it. And Dallas was like, when's the last time you worked out, man? And I was like, five days ago. And he's like, boom. Done. And I was just like, ah, you're right. Like, you're right. It slipped my mind. Like, it just, 
one thing led to another and I wasn't going to the gym. And it's just a crazy phenomenon because a lot of people say, well, I'm too tired to go to the gym. But it's funny when you are too tired, Always. you get on that treadmill or you get you pump some weights, you just light up. Yeah. And then you're like, wow, I have another six hours of energy before I crash hard. Yeah. And, you know, it's like we were just talking about this at work the other day, too. And I think it's so easy to say because we were like, gosh, you, you're so tired. The last thing you want to do is go to the gym. And I feel that way a lot. And there's times that I don't go and I just come home and crash. But those times that I'm like, I'm tired, but I'm going to go anyways, even if I just do 20 minutes, like it doesn't have to be anything crazy, no matter what. I always perk up, I always feel good, I always start to feel more energized, and I'm always like, damn, like, I feel so good. And I wish that we could just bottle that up and remind ourselves, because it's easy, I get, it's totally easier said than done, one million percent, but... Mm -hmm. You always feel better. It's the best medicine to feel better. It is. Moving your body in some way. It is. Okay. So let's get into some of... Yeah, where are we at? (laughs) So we're just going to get into some of the tips. Okay. Okay. I wanted to say this. um, Before, when you were talking about how we started to do... Um, Like the sausage sandwiches or whatever. Like making those small changes in the beginning. And I wanted to kind of circle back to that for just a minute because... It's not about making these huge drastic changes. We didn't make huge drastic changes. We started very small. We started by running a half a mile and not drinking every weekend. Not drinking every weekend and eating sausage sandwiches instead of going and getting a pizza. Like we made these very small changes and those small changes over time began to create healthier habits that we could stick with. But if you, I, I see so many people do this all the time is that they try to like make so many changes all at once and then they can't stick with anything and they get discouraged and then they stop. Mm-hmm. So just remember, it's about small changes. If that's, you know, giving yourself five minutes in the morning to, you know, be quiet or set an intention and say a prayer before you head off to work or have your lemon water and your Himalayan sea salt before work or, you know, going for a walk, whatever it is, just do small things and that will add up over time. Absolutely. That's so important. So glad you brought that up. Okay. And I think you're going through like just another side note, but you know, for you, it's like you're trying to quit dipping, which is something you've done. Well, you are, you, you are doing it, but you were like, and then you wanted to stop with the soda, remember? And I, and I kept getting on you because you were drinking so many, now it's diet sodas, but it's still soda. And you were like, I can't do everything at once. I have to just focus. So you you stop with the dipping and then you started with soda. And now you're at a point where you want to start weaning down the soda again, but right. you couldn't do it all at one time or you wouldn't have been successful well, right, in the, anything. Right, the dipping's gone. And so now it's like, all right, I've had my fun with the soda was like my enjoyment Yeah. at the time, my nighttime soda, I loved it. It was getting a little hectic during the day, but it is my diet soda, but it's still, like you said, it's still bad. Yeah. And so now I'm at a point mentally that I can really go after the soda thing. Right. And so I, and again, I'm not giving it up. I actually told Kim today that I- Sunday soda hour. Sunday soda hour. Like my Sunday night soda. I think that's really cool. I get my cup of ice. I get my diet Pepsi. I sit there and I do whatever, but that's my enjoyment. Mm -hmm. I look forward to it. And there's going to be a certain point, just like the dipping, I never thought I could quit. I never thought I could find- the um the joy around anything else because that's what the joy was but now that i've gotten through that it's like it's the same thing with the soda right it's all mental exactly okay so this is what i i really wanted to dive into this and and maybe you want to start it if i'm talking too much but about being choosy 
with what you're indulging in at work. Because I feel like in the hospitals, there's always potlucks and there's always candy and there's always treats in the break rooms. They're always filled with the, the most junk. And I don't know why hospitals always have the shittiest food. But this is, I have like a, a trick. We have conversations that help us make choices around this because it's in your face almost every single day. I think the biggest thing, and it's probably what you're going to say, but it really does work. And there's times again that Kim and I also agree, never restrict yourself so much. If you want it, eat it. Yeah. Like take it, do it. But what we've realized is one, I broke down, you know, if I eat one donut and it's 200 calories or 300 calories, whatever it is, I realized that 300 calories is a hardcore 20 to 30 minutes on the treadmill. And I don't really want to be on the treadmill for 20 to 30 minutes just to work off a donut. Okay. If this is my thing, if it's worth it. And I think that like, if it's worth it, I don't care. I'm going to eat what I want. But I think what it comes down to, and this is this, so this is like a tip for when you're at work, because I think healthcare workers face this a lot, right? There's always treats everywhere. For me, I don't want to eat a pizza or there was the cheesecake and the cookies the other day and the cakes. Like there was all wings. There were so many things. And I was like, do I want to scarf this piece of cheesecake or this piece of pizza down in between patients or on my 30 minute break? Right. And then have to clock back in and get back to work and feel like crap and feel tired and still have to scan my little ass off for the rest of the day, having bubble guts in the whole thing. Or so is that worth it to me? No. If I'm going to have pizza and God knows we have our freaking pizza. We love pizza. We're we're all about indulging. We're going to have pumpkin hootie whoppers, right? Favorite thing ever. Hootie whoppers. But Mm. when I do it, when I choose to indulge, I want to enjoy it. For me, it's about the experience. So, Mm. like, I want to be on my couch in my sweats watching a movie and slowly eating my pizza, right? Or I want to be out to dinner with you, having fun, having a glass of wine, laughing, eating good food, like... For me, it's about the experience. It's not about mindlessly scarfing down bad food because it's there when I'm at work. Well, I think and with the healthcare side of it, we're so go, go, go. Sometimes we don't get lunch. Sometimes it's just like so swamped. And when your body gets into that thing where you're moving, like healthcare workers move. Like we're constantly on the move. We are not stagnant workers. We're pulling patients. We're pushing patients. We're lifting. We're doing everything, right? It's physical and it's mental. So you're mentally thinking you're always on and your brain starts to crave things. So what is it? People load a drawer full of candy because it's easy to grab and it's easy on the go. So you have to be methodical about what you're doing if you want to stay away from the candy drawer. And that is bringing a bag of almonds, maybe some flavored almonds, whatever it is, or having like a Quest bar or having something that really curbs like for me, the Quest bar, the cookie dough Quest bar and the cookies and cream, it literally takes out everything from a chocolate craving which i don't really even have chocolate cravings but it does like feel that sweet so it feels indulgent and and it fills me up and then my brain is not starving for um any sort of like sweets or crap i think it helps to have snacks and and different things around so it it stops you from um wanting to indulge but I, i think so my takeaway here my tip is asking yourself is this worth it? Because it's not about 
not indulging. Life is life is about indulging and enjoying it and having fun. And in that moment, and if I ask myself, is having this cookie worth it at work? And the answer is yes, I'm going to have the cookie. But most of the time for me, it's no, because I would rather have that at a time when I can enjoy it. And so it's easier to stay away from that stuff because I know I can have it at another time in an environment that will be more fulfilling and enjoyable. I'm not about mindless eating. Like I see people come in, you know, and, and, and throw a couple cookies down their throat before <laughs> they run back to get their patient. And I'm just like, what was the point of that? Like, mm-hmm. did you taste it? Did you enjoy it? You just scarfed it and now you just ran back to work and now you're going to feel exhausted an hour later and wonder why you don't have well, any nobody energy? nobody really connects those dots though. It's weird. I know, but that's just something that you and I have really dove in, dove into yeah. in our journeys of being personal trainers, nutrition coaches, really loving fitness, loving how we feel. But I think a lot of people don't connect those dots that what they eat is what makes them feel that way. Right. You can't have a burger and fries at lunch oh and then God. come back and be like, I have tons of energy for the rest of my day. Oh my I God, hear it no. all the time. People are like, dude, I'm so tired. Be like, well, what'd you have for lunch? Well, they had a burger and fries because I didn't pack my lunch. Yeah. Well, no wonder. Yeah. No wonder. You cannot keep up with the pace, at least of what I'm used to in interventional radiology, that you cannot keep up with that pace if you eat like crap. No. I mean, so many people I work with go to Panda Express for lunch, go to Taco Bell of all things. I'm like, ew, what is wrong with you Some people can do it though. But but no, but they come back and they're they're like, I'm tired. Why? Cheryl. (laughs) Let's just say Cheryl. Why are you tired? Because you just ate like crap. Your insulin spiked. Now you're you were on the sugar crazy high and now you've crashed and you feel like crap. It's not a freaking mystery. It's true. So stay away from the crap. Make healthier choices if and that's save your choice. those indulgence for a time yeah. that really you really enjoy and just simply asking yourself that question and checking in has helped me quite a bit. 100%. I love it. Okay. Um And then this is kind of just like transitioning while we're on the road, like when we're actually going from contract to contract. Okay. Why are you looking at me? Like you don't get it. Um, And again, this is, this is kind of, we've already said this, but it's like the more prepared you are, the better, the easier it is to make healthier choices. So whether it's at work, we pack our lunches, we bring healthy snacks. When we're traveling, when we're on the road, we bring healthy snacks. We bring healthier options. So we're not relying on if we're hungry, we always have to go and get like Giardetto's snack mix, which is one of my favorite things. But again, it's a treat. It's not like, well, I'm hungry. I guess I'll get Cheez-Its or whatever. Erin um, always makes fun of me because when we travel, like on airplanes, I always have... Oh, God. Hold on. No, 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 no. What? Okay, okay, okay. Yes, I will say, I know where you're going with this. You always give me a I hard will time for say, my bag. I do give you a hard time, but you guys have to understand, we are going through international borders, and Kim has <laughs> four jars of peanut butter, bars, like... Collagen, collagen protein powder, protein powder. So they always think it's cocaine. They always pull us <laughs> off to the side. It is an entire bag filled, filled to with... The brim. To the brim. But... On the hindsight, it is fantastic always, that we have those things because we do feel great. Yeah, your even sticky fingers are always in my bag trying to get my treats. 
It is After funny, you've but made, you have to. Me a hard time. I just like to breeze through and get where we need to get, and then on the plane, we always have to find a place for it under the seat, which then it cuts into my leg room. It's not that big of a deal. It really is. It's Things funny. are falling out like all over the conveyor belt, and then they are like, well, "Who's just, got the bag of cocaine?" <laughs> now you're like, just it's protein pack powder for one. Instead of no, two, then we'll have more room. I like it, but it is a pain in the ass, but it is worth it. And I think that is a good point because a lot of people, you know, one of my coworkers said to me, um, you always pack your lunch and it's the entrepreneurial thing to do. All the entrepreneurs pack their oh, really? lunch. They and do? I thought it was really funny because I was like, no, I didn't say anything. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like, but for me, it's, it's the only way to stay healthy and Yes, it does help, but I think we spend what more money. What does it have to do with being an entrepreneur? I have no idea, but I was just thinking about that. Because, because you're prepared? Being pre- you're right, I guess, and the money thing, saving money. But I was like, dude, we spend more money, spend more money. Like, buying our healthy yeah. lunches than we do just buying than some crap. Than going to Taco the- Bell. Correct. And so, but, that, go ahead. I just can think I finish being, with my story? Being because prepared, you just interrupted sorry, me. but being prepared is the hardest part for people. And it does take a lot to do, but it is so worth it in the end. Yes. Agreed. I mean, right now, not right now, but like when we get done with recording this podcast, we have to go pack lunches and get prepared for the morning and because we both work tomorrow. And it is. It's a process. Honestly, Aaron and I, we like growl at each other when we're like, okay, we got to cook dinner and then we have to pack lunches. It's a whole thing. It's Mm -hmm. a whole thing. But at the end of the day... We feel so much better having our lunches packed. We don't have to think about where are we getting lunch? How are, you know, it's just like, it takes a little bit of time, but the payoff is always like a hundredfold. Well, yeah. And I mean, at the workplace, for instance, when our cafeteria closes at one, the gates close at one, which is crazy. I've never seen that at a hospital before. So if I get stuck in a case... And have to go, I'd have to go buy lunch at some at place. At Panda Express. Right. And there's nowhere really to get lunch other than Subway or Super Subs. Right. That is somewhat a healthier choice. Right. So the point is, being prepared anyway. helps you make better choices. So when you are traveling, when you are on the go, yes, Aaron makes fun of me because I have this whole bag. But having this whole bag allows me to make healthier choices as I'm on the go. Right? And... Again, you don't want to, I don't, I never want to be hungry. And so if I have a bag of Cheez-Its, that's not going to fill me up. But if I have an apple and peanut butter or some almonds, that's going to keep me satisfied. And I save the Cheez-Its for a time when I just want to treat, when I want to snack. I'm when not trying to, to use hotel. that. To, yeah, we're watching Food Network. Mm-hmm. Then I want to get up in the bed with a box of Cheez-Its and... Or Twister in Kansas. Oh my God. See, those are the moments. This is when it... We, we bring it back full circle. It's all about the experience. It That's is. when I want to enjoy those treats. Exactly. We just put 12 solid hours on the road. Let's cuddle up in the hotel room. Let's get a diet soda and some Cheez-Its and call it and a call day. It a day. Which, so yesterday, or what's today? I guess it was Friday. There was a, a drawer, of course, in our workroom that had two bags of Cheez-Its in it. And uh, we had talked before and the girl knew, it was, like, I love Cheez-Its. I was obsessed with Cheez-Its. She goes, oh my God. There's Cheez-Its, like, and she was, like, eating them, and she, like, threw them at me, and she's, like, here, like, as I'm writing up my paperwork about to go grab another patient, I'm, like, girl, I'm not trying to sit here and, like, eat Cheez-Its. Do you understand? Like, I need to be, like, in, like, watching freaking Food Network or a movie to, like, and you know what I mean? Like, it's a whole thing. So, anyways, it was just funny. Absolutely. Okay. Um... Where are we? Oh, I think this is a good one. Oh, this is the last one. This is. So, when you're traveling, I think it goes back to, again, last 
episode, we talked about our financial situation and we talked about the fact that the minute you get paid, you do not hesitate. You put the money on what it is you want to put it on. And I think that's the same thing. When you hesitate in a new town to find a gym, to find a routine, yeah. to find something you love, it just snowballs out of effect, out of out control. of whack, yeah. out of control. And then it's like, well, shit, I've already been this crazy. Why get healthy now? I might as well just stay in this rut I'm in. And I think yeah. that's why it is a priority. The first thing we do after we find housing, almost even before we find housing. We try housing, to find housing around the gym we want to go to. Correct. Yeah. And so that is number one priority. And then we also find our healthy grocery store. We also find uh, some place that we can go to eat like some sort of healthier option. And we have those in mind already. So those are our go-tos until we can finally explore out. Yeah. But those are the first things we do. But it's really cool because... In traveling, we were able to really, back to my healthy or my tip of the week, find something that we're super excited about. And maybe it's something yeah. totally new. And that's what's cool. It's, it's led us down so many different paths. Well, yeah. I think, A, yes, getting into a routine as quickly as possible is the best thing that you can do. Best thing you can do. Because the more we stay out of it when we're on the road the harder it is to get back on it. So like Aaron said, we find our gym. And a lot of times when I'm hitting up the Google search when we're exploring the town before we even get there, I'm Googling what gyms are in town, what's up, what do, you know, and so we kind of plan and then we try to find um, housing near that. Like when we lived in uh, Connecticut, our we wanted to live near an Orange Theory because we knew that, so that's one reason we didn't want to live in New Haven too, because we wanted to be able to have an easy commute because we know working out's important to us. I don't want to have to drive 45 minutes. That's not realistic for us. So we find housing based off where the gym is that we want to go. And traveling has allowed us to explore so many different types of workouts. And so having it be fun, like Aaron said, having it be fun, having it be something new and different, like try a different spin studio, like try a new um, workout class that maybe you haven't tried before. Like we, when we were in Podunk, Janesville, Wisconsin in the middle of winter, we ended up finding this kettlebell gym, which really was the catalyst for our want to become personal trainers, to work with kettlebells. Like it was a whole thing. And like, who knew? Like we just found this in the smallest town there is. The coolest people. The coolest people. They became like such good friends. We had such good workouts and it was totally different than anything that we had done. Uh, we tried CrossFit. I've done spin and bar. Like all, I just, we like to try different TRX kinds of gyms. workouts. TRX gyms. I mean, there's so many options nowadays. And so it's fun to switch it up. Uh, where we currently live, there are no fun gyms to say the least. So that's why, you know, when Aaron was saying earlier, we were feeling bored because now we're back in just a normal anytime fitness gym and we have to find our own creativity and come up with our own workouts because a gym, uh, like classes aren't an option for us right Right. now. So you got to work with what you got. Well, and I think it's getting really clear too of what works for you because I realize with a busy schedule, if I have to go in and create my own workout, then I'm less apt to go hard. I'm less apt to get a good workout in. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I just walked into a class and somebody was kicking my ass, I love how that rhymed, Mm -hmm. but, um, I'm, I'm able to do that because I can just focus in and be like, all right, I don't have to think about this. I just got to like do it. Do the damn thing. Right. That's and then all I'd of a like. sudden the adrenaline kicks in because other people are in the class and then I'm like, let's rock and roll. Yeah. Before you know it, the class is done. And I'm like, damn, I got a good workout and I didn't even want to show up. Right. 
And that's a good point. It's know thyself, right? Yeah. What do you need? What do you need to get your workout? There's people that only want to work out at home. And God bless YouTube. Like, there are so many free workouts that you can do in your own home and just Google. Like, I'll Google when I don't feel like going to the gym, like, bar, abs, and butt exercise. Like, you can literally put anything in and there's free workouts you can do in your home. Is that what you need to do? Like, do you feel the most comfortable doing that? Or are you a gym person? Or are you a runner? Like, whatever. Know yourself and know what motivates you. Do you need to find a race in town or sign up for some kind of event? Like, that's something that we love to do. We were actually just saying, like, we should really find some kind of like a Spartan or mud run or something to kind of get put a fire under our butt to get excited to train again. Because that's always something that brings us together and makes us excited to, like, kick ass. When we train for something we realize that we lose the most weight because we're focusing on the yeah. outcome of the race and not the outcome of how we, like, look. 100% because we want to do well. Correct. Like, when we were training for the half marathon, we were both so nervous about it because we had never run that far. And we took our training schedule so seriously because we knew on race day we wanted to show up and feel the best we possibly could and be prepared the most that we possibly could so that we enjoyed the race. We enjoyed the experience. I didn't want to show up and be feeling like crap. <laughs> I'm not paying money to something to do to feel like crap the entire time. Yeah. Like, if we're going to do it, mm-hmm. we want to do it. We want to feel good. And to put up, I mean, we would put headlamps on. Do you remember this? I do. We were freaking warriors. We would work, I don't know why. Oh, because you would come home from work late. Late. And we would literally strap headlights to our foreheads. And where remember the little vests that we had that mm-hmm. were like like construction worker vests? Mm-hmm. We would wear those because it was dark and we would go out there and we would freaking run whatever we were supposed to run this, that day. And at this point, it was like six miles, seven miles, five miles. It wasn't like two miles. Yeah, I would work 7 a.m. to like 9 p.m., come home. It was a 45-minute commute. Sometimes I'd be running at 10 p.m. Yeah. But we, we were committed. Mm-hmm. We were so I've been freaking done that committed. Since. <laughs> we need to sign up for a race. We do. Okay, this end of story, we are signing up for a race. We're going to get motivated. Where can we run, though? I was just going to say, except we don't have anywhere to run here because we live on a dirt road and, like, I'm not running out here. So stay tuned. Maybe yeah. when we go to Chico, we yeah. can... Done. We'll sign up for something. Perfect. Okay. Um, and then the last thing I wanted to say... And then we'll go, because I know this has been a really long one. It has. That's okay. Maybe okay. we could split into two parts. Yeah, well, whatever. Um, when Here's the thing about traveling, is because one of the coolest things about what we do is that we're always moving to new towns, and we're new cities, and we get to explore these places, and part of the exploring part, at least for us, is that we like to find the local places to eat, to drink, to experience and so we always want to go out especially in the beginning we always want to like go try all the places and so it's kind of like finding that balance between like we know we're going to go out we know we want to explore we know we want to go and try the local stuff but we also you know don't want to feel like you know we gotta there's got to be some kind of a balance so again it goes into setting up the gym and, and going grocery shopping and having that in order and then going like every weekend we would go somewhere new so the weekends would be about exploring and going somewhere new and the weeks were about kind of working out and, and being healthy and i think that was a good system for well us. it's also hard when you're trying to be super healthy there was a lot of times that we turned down a lot of fun things to do with people and going out and exploring and 
and doing different things because we were so in our healthy streak. Yeah, you and gotta I, find a balance. And I think, right? well, I hate that word now. That's like my new thing. Balance like, doesn't exist. It doesn't exist because gotta... it's a season of where you're at. Yeah. Right. And so you might be like, okay, well, I'm gonna go and explore this weekend, and I'm gonna meet new friends, the new people that I've met, and I'm gonna go out and have a good time. But I'm gonna work really hard the next week, yeah. and then maybe I'll take the next weekend off. And really focus on my working out and eating healthy. And then the next weekend I'll go and do something else. Yeah. But it's just a matter of like we realized that we were missing out on a lot of opportunities, a lot of well, things. Well, it depends on when what you're doing. Like we would say no to things if we were training for a half marathon or whatever. Like there were things that were important to us. And so I think like there are times if you're doing something that's important, your priorities, you got to mm-hmm. do what your priorities are. And for us, it was training for what we were training for because that was important to us. And so... I think like you also have to, what are your priorities? What are you trying to work on? Like right now, my goal is I want to lose 10 pounds before we leave for our trip because that's important to me because I wasn't feeling good in my clothes. And so for me, that looks like I'm not going to have carbs at night or uh, ice cream like we used to have quite a bit and all these other things. So it's like there's things that have to take a back seat in order to reach your goals. And so you also have to look at that, but then not being so obsessive because we could also be obsessive that we wouldn't, we would miss out on things because of, you know, we were trying to be healthy. So again, you got to just kind of look at your situation and make decisions based off what you're doing. Everybody we were hanging out with for my birthday was like, yo, it's Labor Day. We should do something. We should go somewhere. And I was like, listen, guys, I'm sorry, but Kim and I are off the map until we come back from TravCon, period. Yeah. So that was the choice I made, but I made it very clear. Yo, nothing personal. I'm just off the map. Like, don't really consider us for these well, things. Yeah. And we're going to focus on what but we need to get given. done. that's a given. I mean, we, because we have so much to do. Right. So we don't, we don't have time. Well, or... and you're going to go back to working on the weekends too, so. Exactly. So it's a whole thing. Anywho. Um, I pretty think much... that was pretty much all we wanted. Sorry for the length of this, but there was a Why lot of. Why are you saying of... sorry? That's true. I'm not Own apologizing. It. If you want to listen, great. If you don't, bye. Like, no, don't say you're sorry. I, I redact that. Redacted off but basically you're right but if this you're was still a, listening yes you if you're listen. still listening thank you so much um and make sure to go on subscribe leave a review we are rocking this we're loving it and there's a new episode every tuesday yeah so stay tuned next week i think we're going to do another uh q a because we have cool. more questions to answer so stay tuned for that we're gonna answering your questions if you have a question you'd like us to answer go to ask no go to freedomandscrubs.com and yeah. go to contact and there's, and there's a contact an email page there. yeah. yeah um and so yeah you can ask us any questions and we will answer them and we will see you guys next week yes bye deuces